Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode 10. Episode 10. Double digits. Wow, we've hit double digits. I know. That is crazy. It's like a, it's like a birthday, isn't it? Oh, happy 10. Happy 10. <laughs> we should have got cake. <laughs> oh. I mean, not that anyone listening could share. It would just be us too, unfortunately. Yeah. Buy yourself a cake to celebrate us yeah. hitting 10 episodes. Or if you don't like cake, buy yourself a nice treat. Yeah, self-care. Nice. <laughs> exactly. All in the name of self-care. It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> self-care can be engaged in so many ways. It's so flexible. <laughs> just some chocolate. Something like that. <laughs> Easy. Anything to make you feel better. Yeah. Long term. Feel better in the long term. Yeah. Not short term pleasure. Oh, I like short term pleasure as well. A little bit of chocolate. <laughs> mm. We love it. So, <laughs> so today we are kind of carrying on with our New Year's theme. I think that this topic is something that can come up quite a lot, especially in January with everyone's New Year's resolutions. And that is toxic productivity. Tell me more, <laughs> Sophie Powell. <laughs> so toxic productivity is effectively working to the extent that it harms your life in other ways. So maybe you're not getting enough sleep or you're working so much that you struggle to unwind. Like everything is just work, work, work. You feel super stressed. You feel burnt out. You have less energy. Yeah, it's like you can't do anything like your time is not spent in a worthwhile way if it's not being productive in some way i think the issue is with it is that it's not a sustainable way of living yeah so because you're kind of like go 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 mm-hmm. you're working yourself to a maximum where by the end you feel completely like there's nothing left to you you yeah. feel completely run down because of how much how hard you've worked and obviously it's important to work hard but you need to do it in a way that balances you so that ultimately every time you do work hard you don't feel this burnout Mm -hmm. at the end of it exactly it definitely leads to burnout um i actually have this bit next to me this picture it's called the productivity spectrum and basically it's as all spectrums go there's it's got healthy is in the middle effectively but then you've got two toxic ends of the spectrum one side is consumed by feelings to the point where you don't work like you're just procrastinating you just don't get stuff done because you're so consumed by your own emotions Mm -hmm. and on the other side is you're so consumed by work that you don't give any time to your emotions and you don't give your time to anything else yeah whether you're at school you're at university maybe you've started a new job you're like starting your career I guess at any point in your life really Mm -hmm. is just finding that healthy balance between the two and being able to compartmentalize and unwind while being productive yeah yeah well i think there is that pressure that kind of i think there's massive hustle culture at the moment Mm -hmm. and i think it's also exacerbated by the fact that we see it everywhere on social media definitely everyone being productive everyone you know 
working nine hours a day that that you know 4am wake up it's literally how here's how to be a millionaire by 22 right yeah <laughs> yeah that, like you gotta wake up at 4am oh my gosh <laughs> and do like three workouts a day that is just day. not my life <laughs> thing, yeah, this is the thing obviously it can work for some people but it's annoying to say that this is a one size fits all mm-hmm. you can become a millionaire in other ways or you you know you could live a healthier happier life like these millionaires may not be happy do you know what i mean and you could be very productive by waking up granted maybe not if you're waking up at like yeah obviously three (laughs) but you can be productive by waking up later than 4 a.m in the morning (laughs) that kind of thing yeah um but that pressure definitely has it has it gotten to you before i would say it has now you can correct me if i'm wrong but i think you and i are on perhaps different sides of this spectrum okay (laughs) um go on so i've been a bit of a procrastinator in the past Um, the kind of school environment that i went to was high achieving but to the point where a lot of that kind of manifested in perfectionism but to the point where i just procrastinate Mm. so i it's not perfect it's not worth doing yeah exactly like if there's not a chance that I'm doing it really really well then I'm just not going to do it at all yeah and so that's something that I actively try to undo but I think it is quite hard to stop being a perfectionist yeah um and I I guess it's it's definitely a nice attribute to have obviously it's that classic interview question of what's your biggest what's your like (laughs) biggest weakness I'm a perfectionist (laughs) (laughs) but I'm like no actually I am and it's (laughs) It's not ideal. (laughs) Tell me about it. Um, So I've definitely been on the other side of the spectrum of um, maybe not doing the work, but I have definitely like swung from one side to the other. That's interesting because I never, when I think about toxic productivity, I don't think about that procrastination side to it. Yeah. I think that, which links with um, perfectionism because obviously toxic productivity is that feeling of like being overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and unable to work and i didn't think that it was because you want it to be perfect so you can't it's like kind of debilitating yeah so i would say that for me the main way i guess i don't know if you if it was really called toxic productivity but it's like the guilt of when i do take time for like taking some time off and seeing other people working you know it's like if they're working at a different time to you it's automatically they're working harder than me when maybe you started earlier or something like that yeah and that comparison is very easy to do I don't think I've ever really struggled with like um with taking time to not work but that doesn't mean I'm not thinking about work when I'm doing it but then in that case you're not really having downtime exactly it's the it's it's learning to like actually compartmentalize of when I'm relaxing I'm fully relaxed and when I'm working I'm fully focused by compartmentalize you mean here like separating actually this is when I'm gonna finish work yeah and this is when I'm gonna embrace relaxing watching a film being with friends being present in that rather than your mind being on overdrive almost mm-hmm. and con- constantly thinking I need to be working right now yeah and so you yeah you guilt trip yourself because you're like oh I'm with my friends and I should be enjoying this but I'm only thinking about what I'm not doing and not being productive at the moment and mm-hmm. it's incredibly exhausting yeah have you had experiences with well, toxic I'm kind productivity of intrigued. why do you say that I'm on the other end of the spectrum I think that maybe at times 
you you maybe struggle I don't know maybe I'm just comparing it to me because I relax a lot (laughs) but maybe you struggle to relax because you have you're always go 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 my housemates were saying this to me this morning I really don't think I think I'm like a healthy amount of go 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 I wouldn't say it's unhealthy (laughs) (laughs) I would just say your go 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 like a lot more than a lot of other people that I know Mm. like which isn't by all means if it's working for you I don't mean that as like a criticism Mm. if that is like like you don't think it's a problem I'm not saying that it is one I just mean that I think we like it manifests in different ways for the two of us Mm. no I think that's an interesting point I will say I'm not I'm not saying you're unhealthy (laughs) no 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 no. but no but I I don't know if I've said this to you Go but on. I, I do find that when I am, because I'm not always go, go, go. And I'm not always, you know, doing loads of things and being super productive and have loads of things to like tasks to get um, through. But when life is structured that way, I do then struggle to relax. Yeah. And I do struggle. That guilt is, I think, it's, it's, I never thought that it would be a problem for me. Mm-hmm. And I struggle to understand when people are like, oh, but I need to be working right now. Because it never used to be a problem for me. This is very much a uni thing. Yeah. And I think back at home when I was growing up, I was very happy to do work, then relax, not think about it and be fully immersed. Now it's, I think, because, I do, not that comparing myself, but I think it's that timer as well. Like, you know, you're in your 20s, you want to be in the best position possible. Obviously the careers and stuff, there's that aspect. And I'm like, mm-hmm. am I doing enough? Yeah. That's that's definitely what I think about. And obviously that pressure is good to some extent, but it shouldn't be, as I said before, in a debilitating way where I feel guilty for taking some time off. Yeah. But with that being said, I do think I am quite good at relaxing when I need to. I think we spoke about this in an early episode. Like if you know that you need, say, an early night, then you do it, that kind yeah. of thing. When I was completing my dissertation, so... Quite recently, we've just had exam season for anyone that doesn't know. Mm-hmm. It um, was it was long. <laughs> it was stressful. Um, <laughs> but I had quite a lot of deadlines. It was weird because I was doing all my work and I was getting it done. I was doing my exercise and I was getting an early night and I felt obviously really good. And I was speaking to my friend at home about this and I was like, it's weird because I have so many deadlines. I feel like I should be struggling and I feel... And I was in some ways, like obviously the work was hard, but... I feel like I should be burnt out. I feel like I should be tired. Like, mm. but because I was prioritizing sort of when I was going to get to relax and I made it a priority. And I even said to my dissertation supervisor, I was like, I'm going to leave this till tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to work at it a bit t- today, but I'm going to stop at a certain time and I will be getting eight hours sleep because I know that if I don't, and if even one thing shifts, it's going to have a riptide effect on the rest of my mood and my behavior, my work, my productivity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think by being strict with yourself and actually saying no, when I am relaxing, it's actually for the benefit of the work in the long run. Yeah. And same with sleep. Then you feel ultimately better about relaxing. You can do that in a non-guilty way. Yeah. I think that is the like feeling of guilt is one of the first maybe indicators of it of the fact that you're maybe crossing over into Mm. i feel like the word toxic is such a weird way of putting it but you that is what it's called like the toxic productivity side 
but I, I also do think that one of the first ways it manifests is that kind of lack of sleep it's stuff that we've spoken about before actually is things like getting enough sleep and I don't know making a good meal for yourself that kind of thing yeah. it's those things that maybe tend to slip because you're just it can be overwhelming obviously mm-hmm. um but a lot of the time it's I personally found that like being at home over Christmas helped me like take a step back and see uni exams as more of like a bigger picture thing rather than just being surrounded by everyone else doing exams and it's like everything in the world that matters right now is this exam Mm. because obviously they're important but it's knowing I knew that every night I'd be like watching a film with my parents and I knew that I would have that like downtime (laughs) that's actually warmed my heart (laughs) no seriously very pure and wholesome like realistically like what are you gonna remember yeah you get to the like think about you get to the end of your life you're 80 oh god (laughs) you're gonna think about those moments you spend with your parents and obviously like what that's not to say working hard isn't important it obviously is but it's those moments like they should not be sacrificed yeah those moments with other people are the important ones and like quality time making good memories and like feeling happy with yourself is ultimately what you're going to remember at the end of your life i also do think not oh i woke up at 5 30 every- <laughs> <laughs> yeah i also do think that no matter how you spend no matter how you spend it if you spend an hour or two before bed probably like two at least where you're properly not working it makes such a difference because it just stops you from thinking about it when you're going to sleep yeah um and that was why it was really helpful like when I was at home just having that time like we'd have dinner and we then we'd watch a film that kind of thing um whether you're reading something like that take your mind off it yeah it's that time to fully unwind before you sleep because otherwise even if you've set aside the time to get that eight hours you probably won't get it because you're just falling asleep anxious yeah it's so easy to do yeah yeah and then that manifests in you know like the exam dreams and stuff i've had some kooky dreams lately (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i i think sleep is definitely such a big one and it's interesting because i read that in 1942 less than eight percent of the population were trying to survive on six hours or less sleep a night whereas in 2017 sorry almost one in two people are Mm. so in 2017 almost 50% of people are trying to survive on six hours or less. Because you said sleep deprived is technically less than seven hours, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's half the population in 2017. Sleep deprived. Are sleep deprived. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Which like makes me think like no wonder because as soon as your sleep slips, it's it will affect your nutrition. Yeah, your nutrition's poor. That's going to affect your mood. You're fatigued you're less likely to exercise. It is just a massive vicious cycle. It's such a domino effect once you start losing sleep. Massively, massively. And I do think that hustle culture is kind of like, it praises almost, which is so, which is what makes it toxic. That like, go, go, go attitude. That like, oh, sleep is for the weak. It is ridiculous. Yeah. It's mental because sleep is at the, like, sleep is the foundation of everything else. Right. And as soon as you let that slip, everything else like goes into chaos i do think it's literally that sleep is the first way that a lot of problems with productivity manifest um Mm -hmm. 
it's a good indicator like if you're sleeping too much or if you're not sleeping enough i think it's a really good indicator of what's going on with you like mentally physically well gps like kind of ask a lot like how yeah you know if you've got an issue or something yeah how how much sleep are you getting at the moment and all that stuff which goes to show how important it is yeah Yeah, very big part um obviously we've talked about how toxic productivity you might be listening thinking okay so these are all the ways that it's really really bad how can i avoid being in that cycle of toxic productivity Mm -hmm. yeah as i said be strict with scheduling and boundaries Mm. as you said as well the two hours before bed you shouldn't be doing work you shouldn't that shouldn't be like the last thing on your mind yeah i yeah i know that obviously people different people work better at different times of day yeah for me i actually don't really work very well when it's dark i know i said this to someone the other day and they're like it's literally dark at five and i was like i know it's been a problem (laughs) (laughs) i think that's the that's the key knowing that you've got a healthy balance as if you can be productive without getting burnt out and I think that is another part of it. It's not just the sleep and the nutrition and that kind of thing. It's actually being able to nurture stuff that's outside of your job, mm-hmm. your job or your studies or something is having those extra like hobbies. Yeah. If your productivity was really toxic, you wouldn't be doing things like football. You would literally just be in the library all the time. You wouldn't look at anything else. I think there's so much pressure to just be perfect. In yeah general, in every sense of the word and you know get the best grades make the most money look the best you can especially all, with social media oh yeah all whilst you know being the happiest person in the world and having that yeah on top of it and it's like actually no i don't need to improve myself at any at every stage mm-hmm. like in every and probably taking that pressure off will probably make you feel better so you will be healthier in the long run yeah it's funny isn't it like the, the irony in like actually not putting that pressure to do something will make you feel will benefit you longer yeah in the long run sorry like you don't have to constantly be doing something like trying to change a habit or something you don't have to constantly be on this whole self-growth thing if a lot of what you need to do is i don't know maybe just get more sleep and cut and cut back yeah i think that a lot if, of self-growth is just being and yeah to just be. you, like you grow by just experiencing different things yeah. and i think that if you're someone that struggles with toxic productivity one key way that can kind of like curb it is just redefining what productive means i know that there's this kind of like um i don't know if it is really a saying but like self-care is productive that kind of thing because well if it wasn't a saying it is now (laughs) it's now i've coined it um because it's so true like you wouldn't be able to get any work done if you didn't also look after yourself yeah and so i think it's really easy to have this misconception of if you're not doing something directly related to i don't know a deadline that you've got then you're not being productive Mm. that's it's just not true so I think re- literally just redefining in your mind what productivity mm. means can have such a massive effect. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <I like> that. <laughs> Taking regular breaks is also super important. Yes. You don't need to be working for 12 hours a day. Exercise is an important thing for, I would say, everyone. 
um even if they don't necessarily realize it for you i would say exercise is a bigger part of your life than it is mine Mm. um i do it mostly for the mental yeah and you i've you've identified that that should always be one of your priorities so even when you were doing all of these deadlines Mm. you were actively making time to go on a run do whatever whatever exercise you want to do that day as well as spending other time winding down and doing your work yeah it's identifying those priorities to keep yourself healthy yeah so whereas like mine would be like a run because that to me has now become a form of self-care yeah yours might be like i don't know what what to you like makes your mind feel better i quite like just if younger me could hear me say this now i quite like just (laughs) being around other people yeah i used to think i was very introverted it's a bit of an ongoing joke you can probably tell just by listening to the podcast that i'm not (laughs) um i could talk for england and and she does i do (laughs) i was about to say that and i will (laughs) um and obviously that's not always the case like obviously there are sometimes days where i would or just like in an evening i'd rather spend it on my own yeah um, and it's identifying when when I would prefer each. But a lot of the time, if I am really stressed with work, I really like just having like a movie night or some, something just... A social thing. Yeah, you don't have to spend any money on it or anything. Just like getting together with some people. And nice. now that I'm back and I've got a gym nearby, I'm going to be going to... I was doing yoga classes last semester. It was really nice, actually classes have always made me quite nervous but being in a room with loads of other people who are just doing the same thing at the same time and all just like winding down mm-hmm. I think that was really nice mm-hmm. uh, and I'm looking forward to getting back into that now that I'm back in Nottingham mm. with my gym nearby key points is that obviously productivity is super important in everyday life but it becomes toxic when you start to ignore and not prioritize yourself mm-hmm. and that starts to have a riptide effect on your sleep your exercise your nutrition it will exacerbate the way you're feeling and will make you feel burnt out and stressed and overwhelmed i think that the key thing to say is just that productivity looks different for everybody yeah and so try, firstly try not to compare yourself to other people don't put other people down if they're if all they are doing is if in your eyes they're only working or they're only relaxing mm. product productivity looks different for everyone everyone is on their own journey exactly yeah and comparison is the thief of joy yeah remember that one and i would just say you'll so if you feel if you feel like you're getting things done at a certain you're doing x y and z and you feel like you're getting it all done then good for you. Yeah. Someone else's journey might look a bit different and they might be only able to do a certain amount in a certain amount of time. Yeah. I think that the key thing is listening to your body and listening to your mind and just being able to realise when you're perhaps not looking after yourself how you normally would. We've all been there. Everyone, Everyone does. And... It's important to note that your self-worth is not rooted in the work you do. Yes. You have point. worth as a human being. You, I value you as a person because you are a person. 
Do you know what I mean? It doesn't. I'm glad you carried on. It's not stop it. I don't value. I don't value you as a person (laughs) because. (laughs) No, it's unconditional, and you've got to have that love for yourself as well. Yeah, be and being secure enough in yourself to know that your productivity looks different to other people's. Yeah, definitely. Take those breaks. Yeah, get that sleep. Just before we get on to our weekly recommendations, I would like to read out a quote. The mind is the root from which all things grow. If you can understand the mind, everything else is included. It's like the root of a tree. All a tree's fruits and flowers, branches and leaves depend on its root. If you nourish its root, a tree multiplies. If you cut its root, it dies. Those who understand the mind reach enlightenment with minimal effort. Nice. Do you- I'd be lying if I... Do you get it? No. <laughs> what? It's like the mind is the root. I understood that bit. Right, so as soon as you harness the mind, everything else can flourish. Okay. And the way we take care of our mind is the way that we can take care of everything else in our lives. Okay. And we know that with toxic productivity, we start to... Neglect. Neglect the mind and Mm. neglect how stressed we are and we forget about sleep and we forget about exercise. All these things that better our mind. Yeah. So as soon as we don't do that, you see what I mean? Everything uh, yeah. else gets better. No, that does make sense. Anyways, I thought it was a nice quote. but <laughs> that, that is a very good quote. <laughs> What's your weekly re- recommendation for the week, Sophie? So my recommendation for this week is a book. Um, it's one I was reading. Nerd. <laughs> oh my oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> it's one I was reading as I was revising for some of my exams and it's a very well-known book it's the alchemist by paulo coelho paulo coelho paulo coelho (laughs) a pretty short book and so it's quite easy to read it's just one of those books where i think it says it's it's a parable Mm. um and so there's pretty much every page there's just like a little life lesson you can get from the story it's a pretty quick read actually it's an easy read and it just is good for i think self-reflecting plus it's a very aesthetically pleasing book if you get the, the little mini the hardback re- the one. Real reason she read it <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know that they say you shouldn't judge a book by its cover but but she does <laughs> i do i've got pretty books and no one can stop me <laughs> what's your recommendation for this week i recommend brown noise Mm-hmm. I thought you might now. say this. <laughs> when I was studying for my exams, I can't do it with a bunch of noise around. I had to have that brown noise, that noise cancelling. <laughs> you were in the house on your own. <laughs> yeah, but even then, <laughs> I have. So the combination was noise cancelling headphones, brown noise on Spotify, work, mm. and I would just get into this focus mode. Because I really struggle to focus as it is. Having that combination, that brown noise really does just help me focus. It cuts everything else out. I'm completely immersed in what I'm doing because I'm not even apprehending any noise around me. It's brilliant. For the record, brown noise is kind of like, it works in a similar way to white noise, but the actual frequencies of it is different basically so it sounds different but it's that same kind of principle of just it's like this background noise yeah, yeah it's the same principles as white noise really yeah. so if you're ever surrounded by a lot of noise or you just want to it's meant to be very good for sleep as well as work out. oh really yeah i didn't know that 
pop it on. Pop it on. Pop it on. Maybe I will. And so, with that, we have... <laughs> we finished our 10th episode. We finished our 10th episode. <laughs> this is a bit of a milestone. It's kind of snuck up on us, to be honest. We kind no, of forgot. Yeah, we didn't, yeah, didn't realise at all. Episode wow. 10, baby. On to the double figures. Yeah. So we're, in our, we're in our teenage years now. This is it. This is it. <laughs> Our teenage years. That's where it goes downhill, guys. <laughs> ten, 11 year old, 10 and 11 year olds are not teenagers. Well, yeah, but they're getting there. Oh my God, you know what I mean. Right, that's it. We're going to have a domestic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to put the microphones down and, and we're going to throw hands. <laughs> no, not really. It's all love here. <laughs> Thank you, as always, for listening. And until next time, take, take care. care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>